Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Hey, yo, this is Big Daddy Kane, and you're listening to another hot interview on The Library with Tim Einenkel on RapStation.com. What's up, y'all? This is Tim Einenkel with The Library. Stay tuned now for part two of my interview with the co-founding member of Black Sheep, Jerez. <laughs> Saying heaven and hell, rose up and fell, rose up again to jail with no bail, bitch with no mail in the waterless well, caught the cheat sheet, hoping the past still fail. So goes the tale of when with no sale to see braille, with a fine out for detail. I want to talk about your post, Black Sheep, for um, going forward, but I also want to talk about your style and flow. Uh, it seems to have changed over the years, and it kind of reminds me when I talked to Big Daddy Kane, he talked about. Um, how one thing he realized after, I think his third album, that the reason why he wasn't selling records was not because he wasn't good. Like he still was Big Daddy Kane and he still was able to spit with the best of them, but his flow was off. And he said his flow was just wrong for the error. Uh, like he felt like he had a, he should have slowed it down as opposed to keep it, you know, keep fast pace. Uh, has your flow changed because of that, or? Or, I mean, do you notice that your flow is changing consciously? Or are you just doing because you're just like an artist that's trying to find himself? Um, I feel like my flow is always evolving. Um, I feel like I'm a much doper artist today than I was 20 years ago. Matter of fact, I know I am. Um, and to say, like, you know, like, I'm I'm definitely a student of the game at this point. You know what I'm saying? I mean, always been. And, um, you know, I don't necessarily... I, I know it's not anything necessarily about my flow as to what's going on, you know, sales-wise, this, any other. It's the politics of the game. You know, it's, it's it's what's marketed and what's promoted. You know, the things that I'm doing right now, I stand next to unequivocally. I'm really proud of the MC that I've grown to be. You know, and even the things that I'm able to do as an MC. Like, I just did uh, Bars in the Booth for, for Premiere. I put that next to anything that anyone's put out in the last five years. And, and it's not even really debatable like like i i know the artist that i am today you know what i'm saying i know what i'm capable of and i and and i look at what i do next to what they do it's a huge difference i mean can i do could i emulate what's being done easily in my sleep could they emulate what i'm doing i really doubt it you know what i'm saying like like it's it's a place that you kind of have to grow to the things that you know even the record propagation my latest single that's nothing that a new artist could do you know what I'm saying? It's something that you have to grow to. You know what I'm saying? These are life lessons that took me this long to have a grasp of. You know, and and I'm more than comfortable with who I am as an artist today. I just wish, like I said, that, that artists had an opportunity to to wholly be the artist they are and, and for that to be accepted. You know, it, it's very unfortunate these days, like, you know, 
everything is really gimmicky. Everything is very cookie cutter. You know, they, they they saw a blueprint that worked and everyone emulated it. And it seems like, you know, it's almost like with a clone, every clone that comes after the original is weaker <laughs> and softer and smaller and worse than the original. And f- yes, much less believable. And, and, you know, and we're looking at, you know, probably, you know, fourth fifth generation clone at this point you know what I'm saying it's really bad <laughs> you know but as myself as an artist yo I, I really I'm really proud of the artist that I've grown to be especially live I think it comes across more than anything anyone that goes to you know to a, a live show of mine you know literally is, is almost blown away if you haven't seen it and if you have you know that I'm a reliably dope artist not to call myself dope or some Kanye shit, but just say that I know what I'm doing live I've been doing it for a long time I've learned from the best, i.e. Daylight, Tribe, Jungle, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the lessons that I've learned, cats will go their whole lives and never attain, you know what I'm saying? And it's almost like saying, like, you know, like a Daylight show. If you go to a Daylight show, you know, there's not very many groups that can compare to a Daylight Soul show, you know what I'm saying? 25 years into the game, you know what I'm saying? Not very many cats can compare to it. I don't think it's for Daylight to change anything, you know what I'm saying? They work on a new project now. I don't think it's for them to conform to what's going on as much as it is for them to be the Rolling Stones that they are. You know what I'm saying? And for the powers that be, you know, just like the Rolling Stones are are accepted and can sell out a stadium right now. You know, that shit exists in hip hop, too. You know what I'm saying? And and you hit it on the head a little earlier. Hip hop is still growing. You know, it's a teenager right now. Give a teenager a million dollars. He's not going to do a lot of smart things with it. You know what I'm saying? He's going to have a lot of fun and, you know, and might be broke the next year. You know, as we get older, we have to do better. You know what I'm saying? We're at a point now where not everyone's a teenager. You know what I'm saying? There's some young adults in hip-hop now. I, th- I think hip-hop is finally starting to become a young adult. And with that being said, you know, we need to seek each other. There's things that we can do unified that we can't do on our own. And that's where we have to get. You know what I'm saying? We need to get to the point where... It's self-sufficient. You know, hip-hop doesn't need a label at this point if we have each other. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, we don't have each other. Um, you know, we talked about your flow. You talked about your style. Your, are there, is there a lyric right now in your career or verse for you that you kind of are the most proud of? Like the, that lyric that you wrote and you're like, holy sh! I can't believe I wrote this. Like, is there that lyric in you for you? Um, to be honest... I would have to really kind of bring it to my current single, uh, Propagation. Um, it's literally like a PSA, a public service announcement. And I, I kind of, you know, it's a very different record. There's no hook. Um, it's just, a, I kind of used my son as a template. But what I was doing was writing a, a song to all children of color. What would I say that I feel like children of color need to hear that they don't hear? You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and not even just children of color, but just kids, period, but particularly children of color, especially growing up in the United States. You know, your color will be will affect you, will affect your life. You know, what I'm saying in a way that that other people don't even have to think about, you know, what I'm saying. And and unfortunately, no one's catering to them, you know, and these are things that existed when I was young. You know, there, yeah, there was party rock records, and yeah, there was this and the other. But there was also, you know, the Melly Mel's and the, you know, the, you know, the the, the fearless fours that that spoke to the plights of the people. 
you know what I'm saying? And created huge records like The Message or what have you. Like, these were huge records, you know what I'm saying, that don't exist today. You know what I'm saying? But it showed us a walk that, you know, it gave us an option. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I tried to create with the record Propagation. It's a record that I use my son in, but I'm speaking to every young kid. What would I want to tell every young kid? And, and I find that that entire record, uh, lyrically, is something that doesn't even exist today. No artist is giving that to them. And and it's so simple. You know, it's something that should be shared regularly. Like, every kid should know that. But the keys to be free With the understanding Maximize your opportunities Just a glance You will see people And things share romance A mistake When you take a penitentiary chance Never be the weak link Always stand up for yourself To get rich Many people will work Right by their wealth Be you always Don't be afraid to be smart Don't be afraid to strike out To hit a home and have hope But let your actions Always show you Respect your mother The wisest of men Can learn from the eyes Of another Forgive But don't forget I beseech you To be cautious of the people that will rush to meet you Your strongest muscle is your mind, let it protect you Others will follow suit when they see you, respect you Life will correct you, so share and dare to take your turn And never forget, never too late for you to learn There are people that use their eyes to criticize and not see Don't be afraid to be wrong There are actually many lyrics in the record that I like But one one lyric that really... uh, stood out for me was agendas just a little proof of the ploys you'll never hear a black cops that beat and murder white boys we need a unity and structure engraved into our fabric and a sense of self-worth baby boy you got to have it don't be afraid of the work because it's the only way to rise in a shortcut do you think the mission of rap music and hip-hop culture is more to empower the economically disenfranchised or do you think it's more to empower the racially oppressed funny thing a lot of times, the racially oppressed are the economically oppressed. You know what I'm saying? And to say that, you know, I would say that it's for all of the above. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's 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 for the oppressed, and 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 I say that kind of, you know, I'm a person of color, so it's important for me, especially like I put like this. I'm I'm the great 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 grandchild of 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 slavery. You know what I'm saying? And and that's something that my people almost seem to not embrace anymore, and 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 they should. You know, what I'm saying it's almost like a child of the Holocaust. You know, what I'm saying like you don't you know you don't let that go. You know, what I'm saying and and you're not and you're not asked to let that go. We're asked to let that go. We're asked to forget slavery and to get over it. But we have to deal with the direct ramifications of it. And and there was never anything done. To to on the other side of it, there was any never anything done as far as reparation. And when I say reparation, I'm not necessarily talking about financially. You know, what I'm saying there's there's a mental aspect to it that's never been addressed. You know, what I'm saying yet we expect people to to get through it like it never happened. But you know, what I'm saying there's there's been a a, a, a a divisive breaking down of black families of of. Of, of structure of you know even how we spend our money has a lot to do with the ramifications of slavery you know what I'm saying but it's never been addressed on any level you know what I'm saying and I'm not asking for a handout I'm just asking that these things be addressed so that people you know what I'm saying when they see each other when, a, when, a, when two black people see each other they could be related 
you know what I'm saying? But they wouldn't know it, you know what I'm saying? And they damn sure don't act like it, you know what I'm saying? And these are the things that, that I think hip-hop has the power to bring to the table, you know what I'm saying? If, if not change it, make you aware that it needs to be changed, you know what I'm saying? There's an analogy that I use, and I think is a very powerful one. And this is for the people that kind of don't get it, you know what I'm saying? People are like, you know, like... Well, that was so long ago, you know, like, you know, why are you talking about, you know, slavery and this and the other in the current day? And the analogy is this. A long, many, many, many years ago, my great, 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 great grandfather had a bike, had a bicycle. And he loved his bicycle, rode it everywhere he went. It was his means of transportation. Everywhere he went, he rode this bike. Now, he was seen by this white man riding his bicycle, you know, saying the white man walked up to him, hit him in the head, and took his bike. You know what I'm saying? Now, fast forward today. I'm walking. I'm looking at the grand, great, 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 great grandchild of that man that took my father's bike, riding my father's bike by me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm walking, and he's and he has the nerve to look back at me like I'm in his way. You know what I'm saying? And what the hell is wrong with me being in his way? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the current situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I come from a civilized walk. I come from a, a family that, you know, had things and, and were kings and, you know, and, and had a bike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I've been reduced to this walking person that now is in the way of the person that took the bike. You know what I'm saying? It's not fair. I'm not demanding that the that the now owner of the bike give it to me. But I am saying that he should share. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to necessarily discuss ownership at this point. We're just going to say what's right. You know what I'm saying? And what's right is that you don't look down on me for something that was done wrong years. Yeah, you don't you're not the one that took the bike, but you're in possession of it. And it's my birthright. You know what I'm saying? And and, and and this is how grown, I think, you know, the culture is. Is that, yo, I, I don't necessarily want you to have to not ride that bike. But I damn sure want to be able to ride it too. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's where we're at with it. And, and, and I think hip-hop has the power to bring that to the table. You know what I'm saying? And, and at least make you aware. You know what I'm saying? That if you're not going to share that bike. Of who you are, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. That's 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 really something that's powerful to me. So for for you, would I mean, would you be? And I asked, would you be disappointed? Would you be disappointed if if white people took to propagation better than black people? And I only asked this because, as a kid growing up in Washington Heights, self destruction was my record. And I remember one of my favorite lyrics was from Cool Modi. And the lyrics are, I never ever ran from the Ku Klux Klan, but I shouldn't have to run from a black man. Ku Klux Klan, and I shouldn't have to run from a black man. Because that's self-destruction. And I'm like, as a white kid, saying that out of nowhere, I mean, don't get my buck beat by everyone. But, you know, but, but at the same time, I understood the very powerful lyrics. Um, and that record itself is, as a, I was elementary school then, so it was addressed to the black community. Uh, but then I saw a lot of my white friends take to that record. So I've always wondered, well, obviously can't speak for them, but how they felt at that time. So with this record, uh, Propagation, would that 
be a disappointment to you if white people took to it more than black people took to it? Um, well, honestly, I would say would I be disappointed? Maybe minutely. I think as an artist, you make music for people. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's kind of across the board. I made this particular record with children of color in mind. So, yeah, I, I, I would hope that every parent would play it for their child. You know what I'm saying? And that any child that stumbled upon it got something from it. But one of the things that I've learned as, as a lover of music is that, you know, like a Stevie Wonder case in point or a Donny Hathaway. You know, I find these records today that weren't very popular necessarily when they came out. Wasn't necessarily on anybody's chart. You know, but they're timeless records, you know what I'm saying, and, th- and that I can learn from them still. So the important thing is that they exist, number one. And, and, and as far as, you know, white people taking to something more so than black people, that kind of exists as well. You know, like, I, you know, a lot of shows I might go to, you know, it could be basically an all-white crowd. That's nice, Stevie Wonder, probably about 85% white in, in, in Madison Square Garden. Um, one of the things about hip-hop, you know, if you take, I heard a poet say this years and years ago, and I kind of, kind of embraced it and kind of repeated it a lot. You take the words hip hop themselves and flip them backwards. It's people. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop is for the people. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's across the board, across the board. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't matter so much what color you are. One thing I can say, you know, like if you were white listening to propagation. It should give you some insight as to what's going on in the black community. Something to be sympathetic to or something to to not even say necessarily sympathetic to, but something to give you an understanding of of either how you could help or, you know, how you could circumvent some of the things that might be going on that you can control. You know what I'm saying? I think awareness is is good on all fronts. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't necessarily have a problem with it. But being that I did write it for children of color, I would like the, the you know, every, every child that can grasp the vocabulary in it, for it to be played to the, for them. You know, if you're a child that's maybe, you know, that you, you know, if you're too young to kind of grasp what it is, you know, maybe it'd be played for you later. But every kid that could grasp that, every kid that's in middle school, you know what I'm saying, every kid that's in junior high, high school, like, this should be played for them. And I find that, you know, like, even the music that I grew up with, Sometimes it's just a song, but through your walk in life, some of these things get played out for you. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, something like, you know, uh, one of the lyrics is like, you know, uh, should you ever find yourself knee deep in something else? Uh, you find yourself knee deep in what's corruptive. Discipline exists even in the circus. So don't chase the benefits and ignore what's the purpose. Good habits literally just speaks to change. You know what I'm saying? Like, like have the heart. To change, just change what's going on if you're in, 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 in a corrosive situation, you know. But just to say, like, you know, you might not be in a corrosive situation right now. But in five years, you might, you know. And, and that lyric might resonate with you then. You might, you know, you, it might catch up. You might catch up to it. You know what I'm saying? And, and things like that should exist because if they don't help you today, they can help you tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So that being said... You know, I wouldn't be necessarily disappointed on a, to a high degree because I feel like it's just as important for all of us to hear all things, you know, saying that that resonate with us. But I would love for the majority to be children of color that hear this record 
and that you know and that they walk with it you know that they live with it you know much like you know we grew up listening to the things that we walked with and listened to everything today is you know one of the things i really ask is what will be hot what what are these records right now that will be hot five years from now it's not timeless music i can't tell you what was hot two years ago it did it, it, it's not timeless music there's nothing that really stands out amongst all of this stuff nothing you know what I'm saying? And it's so unfortunate, but it's what we've done to our own music by not sticking together, you know? As you mentioned, Propagation is a letter to your son. Um, so I was wondering, as you've gotten older and have you gotten a family, has your writing, has, has who you've written for changed? Like, is there, since it, while you've gone on in your career, like, when you first started out, there's this one person that, you know, it could be made up, could be a real person that you were writing for and you didn't want to disappoint. And then as you got in a family, that could have changed to maybe your kids. Uh, has that changed at all? Uh, definitely. Definitely. There's a, there's a walk to me as a, as, a grown, as, a, as a grown adult as opposed to a young adult that, you know, as a young adult, you know, I was definitely pushing the envelope a little bit as far as finding who I was, you know, finding what works for me. I had made some mistakes at that point. There were more to make, you know what I'm saying? But at this point, you know what I'm saying, like I kind of know what one plus one is. You know what I'm saying? You know, one plus one is always going to be two. You know, if, if I'm looking for the answer to be three, I have to add different numbers. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, as a young adult, you know, you, you'll convince yourself that you can make one and one into three. You know what I'm saying? And it's only through life experiences that you're like, oh, okay, I can stop trying that. You know what I'm saying? At this point, I'm definitely conscious of of the things that I I put into the atmosphere. That I have children, this and the other. Now, I'm also an MC. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's a walk as an MC that exists that has nothing to do with being upright. You know, there's a, there's a walk as an MC that you know has to just be with being dope. You know what I'm saying? Just being a dope lyricist. That's not necessarily always politically correct. You know what I'm saying? So that exists in me as well. So for me, it's finding the fine line in which I live. You know what I'm saying? Whereas dope versus, you know, um, upright walk. You know what I'm saying? So I, I try to mesh the two. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm doing a pretty decent job. Like I said, the only real problem is the marketing and promotion of elder statesmen these days you know what I'm saying but I think that exists in a lot of artists you know what I'm saying like I said you know there's you know cats like Chip Fu who's only grown as an artist you know what I'm saying is only doper and he was dope in the 90s but he's only better now but unfortunate you know what I'm saying like you know and I'm just using him there's plenty of cats like him but I'm just using him to say like you know it's so unfortunate that you know these great records that are being made by you know not necessarily old cats but older cats you know what I'm saying? Aren't being given the opportunity that the Rolling Stones would get if they dropped the record right now. You know? Uh, I want to talk about the, uh, another track, or another record that you've recently let out. Uh, we can all share. Um, the video for we, have all, we Can All Share is an array of cameos by hip-hop legends such as Cool Herc, Grandmaster Kaz, Devastating Tito, Mighty C, Fearless Four, just to name a few. Um why do these legends appear in the video? But particularly, why does Cool Herc appear in the video for you? Um, first of all, like one of the things that I definitely hold on to are my influences. You know what I'm saying? My influences were are, are, are so important to me. You know what I'm saying? To say like cats like Cool Herc 
my, the, the cats that really made me want to MC are Devastating Tito and Just Dice. I was with Just Dice the other night. Just Dice told me that the Devastating Tito made him want to rhyme. So my influences are right up the right alley. You know what I'm saying? It's just to say, like, you know, I think it's important that you pay homage to the cats that got you where you are. You know what I'm saying? And something as simple as inviting them to a show. Like, you know, every young cat that's out right now should invite the cat that made him want to rhyme to their shows. Like, it's, it's something very simple, but something that's missing. You know what I'm saying? And, and these elder statesmen that, that made you want to rhyme can help you in your walk. You know what I'm saying? But we, we have, there's, there's a disconnect there. And like I said, that disconnect has a lot to do with society, has a lot to do with us being, you know, divide the divide and conquer theories. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we're taught to put the old against the young. You know what I'm saying? And instead of the young getting these life lessons from cats that are literally their influences, they look at them as combatants. You know what I'm saying? And, and we're not coming together. You know what I'm saying? But... This was me, you know, letting them know, like, you know, first of all, in the hook, it says it all. We can all share, but yo, I own this here. You know what I'm saying? I felt it was important that they be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I, you know, like, like, like us and, and I'm putting myself in there, you know what I'm saying, with them. But yo, we own this. Like, we're, 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 we're the pioneers of this. Um, and so as the music becomes something that, you know, that everyone uses Yo it's cool We can all share But yo this is ours You know what I'm saying And it's important That that be stated And it's important That it reflect that It's unfortunate Right now That it's not necessarily Reflecting it But I think By putting that kind of Energy in the air You know what I'm saying Like that it's possible That it do reflect it in time It's almost like jazz You know Whereas you know Jazz is something That's almost you know Something that was taken, rock and roll. Something that was taken, you know that 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 the, the, the founders of it no longer control. You know what I'm saying? The same is happening for hip hop. We're losing the grasp of hip hop, and so that was just me making a statement. Like, yeah, okay, it's cool. It's global now. Everyone, any color, any whatever, you know, gender, sexual preference doesn't matter. Yeah, okay, cool. We can all share. But yo, this music was founded by felons from New York. You know what I'm saying? Cast that literally would take your head off found it something so beautiful that the world now holds on to it you know what I'm saying and before we lose before before and before no one knows that that it should be stated like yeah alright cool we can all share but yo we own this and I'm in the cut with a golden spear so respect it you know what I'm saying you don't want me to throw this spear at you you know what I'm saying so that's kind of what that, that record's about to That stood out to me, and I actually was wondering if you could tell me the meaning. Um, you, you said uh, where I used to say "f it," now I say "plus what you heard." I was kind of wondering what that meant. Where well, I used to say, now I say "plus what you heard." You know, what I'm saying like, whereas you know, like, you know, I'm at a point now where I'm not trying to defend everything you've heard. I'm like, yeah, okay, you heard that? Yeah, all right, cool. At, just, just throw that on the credits. Like, it doesn't even matter, negative or positive. You know, what I'm saying like. I've now gotten to a place where, you know, like, my walk speaks for itself. So, you know, 
oh, I heard you this and the other. All right, you know, especially if it was something that I thought was negative, I'd be like, nah, f*** that. I'm not going to fight you about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all right, plus plus that. You know what I'm saying? Or it's simple. I want to uh, change uh, transition to uh, Everton, a group you created with uh, Joby from uh, Tribe Called Quest, which I think is the album itself is just, just it, it, I feel like it, it is a blast with respect for your peers and you know with what's going on and especially I mean the song Respect Is Due is, I think it's a tremendous track and I, it took me a while to realize that there was only two of you guys rhyming on that whole thing but um, what I know you guys performed earlier this week at SOB's uh, for those who haven't had a chance to see you guys together live what can we expect from a performance oh, like man. from each other First of all, Jerobi is the one member of a Tribe Called Quest that never rhymed. So just doing a record with him alone was magnanimous, you know what I'm saying? And what's really dope is Jerobi is quite the MC. He's very, int- I mean, I've known Jerobi for over 20 years now. Very intelligent, very articulate. And the fact that he had been on stage with Tribe his entire career, you know, forced me to want to hear him rhyme, you know what I'm saying? So I had been asking him to rhyme. I wanted him to do a solo album initially. And so, um, first track we ever did, the first track he ever was going to rhyme was to the track Keep Keeping On. And I thought it would be easy to kind of ease him into the water by doing a song with him. You know what I'm saying? So that's how the first song happened. We did Keep Keeping On, which is a brilliant record. Um, from there, people heard it and suggested, Q-Tip, one of them, uh, a few others suggested that we do, you know, uh, be a group. And I was like, wow, I never even thought about it. Yeah, right? So, because, um, like I said, it was initially supposed to be a Jerobi solo project. And so, we was like, yeah, all right, well, let's do a couple more songs. That couple more songs turned into 29 songs. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, so we whittled down an album and started shooting videos and everything. This and the other. We're literally, we're about to start on the second Everton album probably within the next month or so. But um, it gave birth to this really incredible new, like, uh underground supergroup in my opinion you know what I'm saying like you know like you know everybody isn't up on it even to this, even right now when people hear about it it's brand new to them like word word that exists yeah this dope album by by Jerobi and myself exists and it's really a powerful project with a ton of guest features that are really quite impressive from Bootsy Collins to Rod Digger to Havoc to Craig G to Sadat X to Reese to I mean just all kinds of cats all kinds of production and um like what you can expect live from us man is two cats that have been doing this for over 20 years just very well versed very comfortable with a microphone in their hand there's not a ton of cats yelling into a mic and you know, inaudible and instead of yellow like you know two showmen you know really you know able to show not only you know the younger generation but just the music aficionado how it's done you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this is my word. Every place we've gone, we've blown cats away. Blown them away. You know what I'm saying? And that's just a, a, a testament to us being seasoned veterans with something to say. You know, really, really proud of this project and look forward to people still growing to it. You know what I'm saying? It's a great project. If you haven't heard the Evertan album, Evertan is native spelled backwards. Check out the album Speed of Life. I guarantee you'll be happy with, with that. So is, is, is Everton something that um, you guys are approaching as a long-term thing, or is it more of like just you know album to album, just so you won't have to deal with you know just so you don't deal with the you know the the chaos of being officially a group you know like that that stress like is how are you guys approaching this as a group? Um, 
I think I think it'll probably be a, a album to album situation with the with the opportunity for always, us always to hit the road together. The thing that I think was real important that I was really trying to create with Jerobi Rhyming, one of the things that I wanted to create was him be able to do shows on his own. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 I thought it was real important that he be able to kind of do something, you know, because like, you know, like Jerobi's the cat that, you know, sometimes he's on a tribe show, sometimes he's not. Sometimes he's on a tribe record, sometimes he's not. And when I say on a tribe record, it's not rhyming. Sometimes, you know, he's heard of. No disrespect to tribe at all, anything like that sort, but just, you know, stating the facts. And one of the things I really wanted to kind of have happen for Jerobi was him to have the ability to do something self-sufficiently. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, if Tribe's doing something, cool. But you should be able to tour on your own. You know, Fife can, uh, Tip can, you know, Ali can, you know, DJ anywhere in the world, what have you. But Jerobi kind of got lost in the shuffle. And, and, and I definitely look at it like we're all brothers and we all should look out for each other. You know, and of course, you know, I'm a businessman. So I was like, you know, trying to as well, you know, help get my company. I was looking at different projects that would be good for my company. The first one that came to mind was Jerobi. You know what I'm saying? It was internal. It was This is my brother. This is something that makes sense. It'll help him. It'll help me. So even with this Evertam project, I still feel it's important for Jerobi to do a solo, a solo album. Because he shouldn't, it shouldn't be contingent upon me, him working. Let all tribe. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that's happening right now. Jerobi just signed on with Tommy Boy. I just got him a deal with Tommy Boy as well to do six singles. He's about to release his first singles called uh, They Dance For Me. It's a ma- an amazing song. And, um, you know, one of the things that I'm hoping that happens is that we all are able to do our things individually and have the insight, the foresight, and the common sense to come together maybe once or twice a year to do huge projects like the native tongue would be huge globally unfortunately we have not been able to 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 be a microcosm of the things we ask society to be and that's very hurtful to me you know what I'm saying the things the very records that we made we are not able to be a microcosm and do ourselves to illustrate to the people you know what I'm saying that's very unfortunate but it's something that I hope changes like I said we're all still growing up even though we're a little older you know, I hope it becomes something that, you know, once a year there's a Native Tongue Festival or a Native Tongue Tour, you know, and we can still all do what we do individually. But it's so important that the people see us come together because we're asking the people to get together. If we can't come together, how can we look down on the people for not coming together? You know, one record that I really liked off of the uh, Evertans album was uh, Three Kings featuring Sadat X. Um, he's kind of talking about... Uh, the mission of this record and kind of how did it come together and what was the recording process like this was a pretty cool record it's another one of i think sadat was one of the first guests on the album the track was produced by a friend of ours by the name of will tell will tell's a great dude matter of fact him and sadat have done a couple of projects together you know saying and and me and will kind of struck up a friendship kind of online initially really and uh he's a dope producer and i wanted to go by his crib one day and uh and sadat was in so um it initially was kind of a record that me and Sadat were going to do and the Evertan project was just kind of happening so I was like you know yo it was cool that we put Jerobi on it I think it was going to be a record that Will was doing for me Sadat happened to be there so it was going to be a guest feature by Sadat but I was like you know let's make this you know let's let's get uh, Jerobi on this and make this an Evertan project uh, on the Evertan project this is one of the records uh, that initially wasn't even going to be on the album it was just a record that we were doing but after the album was done, 
it was like there's no way we can leave this record off you know there's a couple of records that we actually dropped singles for uh, like who is this that's not on the album dope record you know what I'm saying but we had so much music that you know we felt that we could give a few away so three kings was going to be one of the giveaways but it was just such a dope record and it's such a great visual that you know what I'm saying we kind of felt like we'd be shooting ourselves in the foot by not putting it on the album you know but initially it, it kind of just happened organically i was just going by my dude's crib to check him out Sadat was there because they do a lot of work together me and Sadat are great friends for over 20 years at this point and um you know and we've done plenty of records together so this was another one of us you know doing together and i remember i totally remember you know like us being loving the beat and that you know how i just wanted to do a different kind of cadence with it and me and dot kind of like like vibing to it and I came up with this cadence, and didn't even have words to it, but I kind of was just humming a cadence to him, you know, saying that we wanted to be using for the verses. And um, yeah, it just kind of came together real organically, real organically amongst friends, you know. Uh, we mentioned the two singles that you put out, uh, We Can All Share and uh, Propagation. Um, is this a part of a bigger project that you're going to eventually release, or is this kind of you're just releasing singles now and then something else later? Um, I'm just releasing singles right now for this Tommy Boy. I'm releasing six singles for Tommy Boy. So, um, you know, Propagation, the second one. Actually, the third one is going to be a, a joint called Soul by uh, Frank Chandon. And, um, you know, it's a pretty dope record as well, but I definitely have to thoroughly uh, let Propagation run its route. You know, but, um, yeah, I'm going to do a series of six singles, and maybe what I'm thinking is after I do these singles, maybe I'll put all of the singles together, maybe add a few tracks, and maybe put out an album. We'll see. So what's next for you? Um and how can we continue to follow to see what you're doing? Well, shoot, man. Uh, definitely staying on the road. Uh, road life is very, very cool to me at this point. I love being on the road, especially with a lot of the peers from back in the day. Like, there's a there's a kinship and a bond that exists today that kind of didn't exist back then when we were all much younger. And it's like I'm on the road these days, and I'm, I'm kind of like the youngest cat on the legend side. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and proud to be in the room. And it's like, you know, I get to ask the questions that, you know, that I didn't ask when I was younger. And, you know, I get to have these bonds with it, like a cane, like, you know, like, or, or EPMD or what have you. Like, you know, when we were younger, not that we couldn't be cool, but it was much more competitive. And cats really weren't necessarily willing to open up because they didn't know if, you know, if they were opening up to, for you to punch them in the, in, in the head or something. Like, everything was kind of hectic. And now that we're all grown and kind of secure with who we are as men and women, like, there's a bond that exists today that I wouldn't trade for anything. It's really, really beautiful. And for me, you know what I'm saying, I'm definitely continue to stay on the road as long as I can. You know, I, I, I totally see myself uh, a Vegas showman, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, with a hip-hop show, you know. And, um, you know, and, and I would love that, you know what I'm saying, like, because that's what the music has grown to. And, and I'm proud to be... A, a, a spokesman for it and um you know and, and i'm gonna make music as as long as i can I, I i hope you know to do it as long as stevie wonder does it you know that would that would make me very happy and just the fact that i've been doing it over 20 years and that this is my livelihood it it it's how i pay my bills it's how i feed my child it's you know i'm very grateful you know what i'm saying when me 20 plus years ago didn't see this you know didn't have an idea that it's ex existed I remember when I first heard a beat on television in a commercial, like, you know, how big a deal it was to me because it didn't exist, you know, and now that's all you hear. You know, hip-hop is used on so many different forums that didn't exist 
when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? So I've had the opportunity to see the music grow to become something that's now middle America embraces, not only, you know, that overseas embraces. And, you know, that I think America just needs to catch up to. Because in Europe, I think they're a little bit more savvy with um, with their with their taste. You know, like like even if it is something that's new, it's something that resonates. You know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily like that. You know, all the old school artists get love overseas. Now, nah, good music gets love overseas. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I wish that happened here a little more. So, and not to say that the music here isn't good. But it isn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It could be much better. You know what I'm saying? Like the cookie cutter aspect, the blueprint aspect needs to be thrown out. You know what I'm saying? To say that how you win as an artist is just by being true to yourself. You know what I'm saying? And that's the one thing I've never let go of. How the choice is yours won, Flavor of the Month won, was that we wasn't trying to do what anybody else was doing. You know what I'm saying? When you listen to that thing that's, that lives inside of you as an artist... That's how you win. You know, granted, right now, it might be popular to do what someone else is doing, but that's not timeless music. I promise you, five years from now, we won't know who you are. But if you dare to be yourself, if you dare to give of yourself, to speak from your heart, from what you see and what you feel, you'll be with us always. And and that's what I'm looking for from the music. He's the founding member, one of the founding members of Black Sheep. Uh, and it was an honor to speak to you today. Uh, Drez, thank you so much for joining me in the library at Chimanico on rapstation.com. Love is love. Thanks for having me, family. Explains why I keep what I think inside. If I said more, would have seemed like I tried. I'll take the blame for it. Signs are all there. Dig it, I own it. The only sure thing of change I've noticed. My mind still spins with triple the focus Despite being plagued with plenty neurosis Every word heard is a nerdy hood opus I only poke with some semblance of closeness My neurosis keeps me explosive If you want heat, go the aerobe of poets Sometimes it's war speed, sometimes it's slow motion Sometimes you fall down to stands up devotion Regardless of hurricane, sunshine, or rain Moving at the speed of life through love and pain Sometimes it's war speed, sometimes it's slow motion Sometimes you fall down to stands up My dudes in parallel buildings claiming blood and crib. I guess I'm a blip. See, I bounce a fine line under the ocean to above the sky to find mine, divine time. Each and every muscle a member of you running the street come from a hustle agenda. It hurt as over time was blessed as less would lurk. The perk had a job and bring work to work. So block before the crib stopped work for work. With speed bleed the rock and made it work berserk. Fast forward in the way that only life can move. And little man look up to me not knowing I can lose. Don't mean I will, baby, chill my style. Really real with darkness, never concealed. Move at the speed of life. Hey yo, you know what they say. Time has a way of leveling out the plan fail. Sometimes it's war speed, sometimes it's slow motion. Sometimes you fall down to stands up devotion. Regardless of hurricane, sunshine, or rain. Moving at the speed of life through love and pain. Sometimes it's war speed, sometimes it's slow motion. Sometimes you fall down to stands up devotion. Regardless of hurricane, sunshine, or rain. Move at the speed of life through the love and pain.
Hop, hop, hooray! Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find?